Hello and welcome to the My Life in Design podcast, brought to you by the Design Community Hub and design-focused PR agency, Red Setter. I'm Claire Blythe, co-founder of Red Setter, and in Series 1, I'm speaking to 10 people who are shaping the world of design. What first inspired them, how they got started, and then different ways that they formed their career. This week, we're back with part two of our interview with Gush from Bulletproof. We hope you enjoy the conversation. So did you then have a mission to find another Coke or another big, what's the next sort of let's level up? Yeah, well, well, well basically what happened was, we, so when you work for Coke at a really high level on their Christmas campaigns, Olympic campaigns, that kind of thing, yeah. it just opens up a world of opportunities, you know, and we also had amazing marketers that we'd met who went to other businesses and then would call us up and say, I'm here now, I'm in this place now, can we have a chat about this campaign? Or can we have a chat about this yeah. piece of work, you know? And so... Um, and, and that was great. And then we got a break with Atlanta, uh, yeah. and that was amazing. So we, we actually got to redesign the whole look and feel of Sprite out of Atlanta wow. through, through that. Through that. Yeah, and at absolutely. that point, and, and at that point, Nick had Nick Reese had joined us um, as a senior designer. Uh-huh. You know, and it, it quickly became apparent that he was talented beyond anyone else I've met. And Nick Nick's background was packaging. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, look, I love the campaign work, but actually my background is pack. And if we can get more pack working, I can be even more effective. I can do, I can actually take a lot of this off you, Gush, and yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, and because we had Coke and other clients that were in the packaging, well, we weren't doing packaging exclusively. Mm-hmm. We were doing kind of just, we were kind of doing campaign work, really. Yeah. Um, we sort of started pushing for that work. And, Interesting. And we started getting it. We started pitching quite a lot. And then Nick would lead stuff. So it started to become, so it was interesting from two perspectives, right? Nick would start to lead the pitch work. Mm. So it meant I didn't have to do that. So what it meant was I could go out and get business and then not have to work. I could oversee it, but didn't have to physically work on it. So that was that was amazing. That's the next step up as well. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. And it was taking us in a new direction as well, which is pack. Yeah. And, and what I quickly learned about packaging, um, again, very sounds very obvious now, is, look, you do a great bit of packaging and the client goes, yeah, that's great. I love that. Thank you. Here's another bit. And yeah. here's another range. And here's something else. And then would you like to refresh the stuff you rebranded two years ago? And it just yeah. becomes this kind of cycle of, you Definitely. know, of work. And because campaign work is quite, at that point, it was quite tiring, really yeah. kind of going out and pitching on a big piece of work, winning it, doing all the work on it. Because once you've done it, it's done, you know, because it has a seasonality to it. Yeah, whereas, so you need to pitch for every single one. Yeah, whereas packaging pack. is, you know. You're a trusted partner and yeah. they just give you the work. Much more stable, yeah. you know. And so, and we love that. So really through through that, at that juncture, I mean, maybe sort of purely by by accident, a bit of serendipity, we we started focusing on pack because mm-hmm. that was Nick's background, yeah. you know, and I was happy to, to accommodate that. And then slowly starting, Nick started taking on more and more of the work. Yeah. And we just had a chat one day and he said, look, I would love to be the creative director. I'd love to take over from you. Uh, and I was like, no fucking way. That's <laughs> never going to happen. I love yeah. your thinking, but... That's your um, passion. Yeah, and then I just sort of, and then over about a week or two, just really thought about it and thought, oh, why not? He's he's great. You yeah, know, he's really, really good. And um, and then so then had a chat with him, and we just we there was never an official kind of conversation or a date about it. It was just kind of well, just keep doing great work. You just thought you'd give it a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing, and then I just sort of butt out yeah. a bit more and more. 
if you like. And so it was just a, a very kind of natural sort of transition, really, between him taking the creative reins and... How many uh, people at that point? What sort of... So we, so at, at that point, we were around 16. Yeah? Yeah, you know, and we quickly outgrew every studio we, we went into. You know, That's so great. Yeah, we'd go into a space, love it. We don't, Johnny and I would only ever sign 18-month, two-year leases. Hmm. We'd never sign more than that. And I think I think that's, a that's smart move, definitely. Yeah, I don't know if it's smart or it's just kind of a bit insecure. I don't know. I what, suppose, yeah, it's yeah. like a five-year lease at that point. Yeah, I, what's going to happen? Yeah, I didn't want to be tied in because I just thought, what if you know, what if it all goes wrong? Yeah, I'm kind of tied, you know. And so again, very, very kind of narrow-minded, I guess. But it's all we knew. So mm-hmm. you know, we, we'd only ever sign up for two years at a time. What we quickly found out was that was actually more of a hindrance because we'd, we'd move in, but actually worked quite well because we'd move into a space and we'd go in and be empty. We'd go, this is massive. And then within about a year, we'd be bursting at the seams. Yeah. You know? And then what was great, we only, we only had another year until we, we had to move out. So we, we kept doing that. And then we were over in Well Street. We had a studio in North Walter Street. Really, really loved the studio um, that we fitted out completely. It was like an old warehouse building. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. It was an old, I think it would be it was an old clothing factory. But unfortunately, we were burgled. And we were burgled twice within the space of about a week. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. that, you know, it's that three o'clock in the morning phone call, you know, yeah. and that's never a good phone call, right? It's Definitely. Never, no one calls you at three in the morning to say, <laughs> you know, you've won the fucking lottery. Yeah, well absolutely. Done. Yeah. It's always a bad thing. No, it's always someone's dead or you've been burgled. And so it was that 3 a.m. call going down to the office, seeing all the windows smashed in the front door. They nicked mm. all the, you know, they, they nicked everything. And it's all the IP, right? And it's all months of work. Yeah, you know? there's no clouds in those Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's backed up. up. We used to back things up onto drives, you know. Onto. Yeah. And the second time it happened, we, we'd asked our landlords to basically put in shutters and grills, mm. and they didn't. Uh, and then it happened again. So the afternoon after it happened for a second time, uh, I went for a walk and walked into Covent Garden, yeah, and there was a uh, an office on Shelton Street that they were renovating, mm-hmm. and I, I just walked up the stairs, and there was a foreman, and I just said, "Can I come in and have a look around?" And he was like, "Are you with um, wh- whoever it was that had it?" And I just <laughs> said, "Yeah," and he said, "Yeah, sure, have a look around." So I had a look around. And I was like, "Yeah, this is great," uh, and I said, um, "Have you got a card for who's um, who's basically going to market it?" And he went, "You're not with them, are you?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I need but I need a spot. And he gave yeah. me the number. He gave me the number and I called him up and they said, Yeah, look, um, it is going to be for sale. Well, it's going to be for rent, but uh, we're still renovating, as you can see, because you, you went up there. And I said, How about if we take it off you now mm. and we renovate it ourselves? You know, oh, so, that's so, a smart move. You used and, to do that anyway. Uh, yeah, we, we used to, I mean, Johnny and I would paint our first, we'd paint our own offices. So yeah. you know, we'd go in on a weekend and you know, paint the floors, paint the walls, you know, yeah. everything. We, we do all of that, you know. And they said, okay, look, there's some there's some stuff we have to do for health and safety. You know, there's some stuff we have to do. Uh, we're removing some walls. But if you're happy to take a raw shell, we can get you in very, very quickly. Brilliant. Yeah, and I just walked back to Well Street where we were and just said, right, pack it all up. We're, we're basically moving. We're going to move. Yeah, so, great location. Yeah, so I had a massive falling out with the agents in Well Street. Just said to them, look, this, this is nonsense. You know, you, you're basically preventing us from, from working. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is, this is crazy. Yeah, this is crazy, you know. And um, so we walked away. They didn't pursue us for the remainder of the lease. Yeah. Uh, and within within about two weeks, we were kind of makeshift in a corner of Shelton Street. And that that studio actually changed everything. 
Wow. You so know, that's where you really grew. That's where we really grew. Had space to grow. Yeah. Um, it was a warehouse. It was beautiful, you know, and um, it's just that, it's that sense of, it, it just gives you a little bit of that, we're, we're doing all right, you know. We've, yeah, you definitely. know, We're doing all right. It's a, not, not that a building or a space defines who you are. Yeah. But, you know, I do think agencies should look like agencies. You yeah, know? absolutely. And, you know what I mean? It, it should gives feel, clients reassurance. It yeah, it should feel like work. a creative space. Yeah. It should feel, and, you know, it had light. It was just it was just filled with light, which is great. The design is just great for your, just great for us as human beings. Right? Yeah, and so, definitely. And so it just felt, it had a bigness to it where we never had that before, you know. And, yeah, just just felt, and everyone who came in there was just, and, you know, when you're recruiting, you know, people are coming in, they're seeing this amazing space in Covent Garden, yeah. right near the tube, right near all the coffee shops, all the, you know. and yeah, we've, we've all been, the best people. Yeah, and so, you know, it was it was a win-win-win, really, you know. And then we took uh, another uh, another half floor there, and we we stayed there as long as we as, as long as we could, but wow. we eventually outgrew it. Yeah. So your role moved more into the... What, new business, running the business stuff? Yeah, my, my role was sort of split between a bit of new business, um, mostly business direction and very senior client management mm. is, is what I what I kind of went into. If you yeah. Know. So senior client relationships, business strategy, where we're going to move into, you know, yeah. what kind of areas are we going to you know, move into, how, how are we going to fund it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that sort of remains where, where I am today. Yeah, I think yeah. that sounds similar to what you're doing now. But... Yeah, well, today it's kind of it's much more about the business trajectory. So it's much more about where, where do we want to where do we want to be, where do we need to be, yeah, um, and how are we going to grow. So physically, where you need to be to support clients, and also what direction do you want to go in? Absolutely, and how are we going to broaden our offer? Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot more. You know, because strangely, it's kind of you know, it's it's weird, right? It's it's all kind of cyclical because. We've kind of gone through every sort of specialism you can think of. Yeah. Only to go back almost full circle to being, you know, a sort of campaign-driven business, which brand experience, brand world. It's exactly that. Yeah, so we, we call it sensory brand world. Yeah. You know, and it's all kind of brand experience, user experience. So it, it's we've kind of gone back to our, yeah, you know, to, like our to our foundation really, which is which is lovely in a way. Yeah. And sort of poetic, which I like. Bigger scale. Yeah. So you know, we're 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 doing much more work in terms of film you know much more work in terms of digital you know yeah. you know social channels just kind of controlling the the brand it's still about brand it's all about the brand and yeah. the strategy and what have you but but now we're kind of controlling that across many different media so that there's the a motion team yeah exactly yeah. yeah so you know the motion team have been around now for about 18 months you know mm. a, bit, a little bit longer digital team it just means that we create when we create the brand the strategy you know the positioning we then control it and we control that coherency across all different media, you know? And, yeah. and that's really, really important because the more coherent the message is, the, the stronger chance of success. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what we're all about. We're about commercial success for our clients, you know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, we don't do it for awards. You know, we do win it. Yeah. It's great. But we're there, we're there to basically to promote, to build and elevate our client brands. You know, yeah. we love, you know? And so that, that's just another way of doing that across different media. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. That's mm. uh, So when did you go international? When did you move out of just London and open up? Yeah, it was 10 years ago, actually. So 10 years this year is New York. Brilliant, okay. Yeah, so 10 years ago. And again, the theory and practice, two different things. Yeah. Basically worked out that all the clients we worked on were American-based businesses. Yeah. So Kraft was a huge client of ours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Coke, you know, yeah. we do, we're doing a lot of work with Coke. And we, we, had a, we had a few others and we thought... Well, it makes sense to be in the US, right? Yeah. In, the, in the States, right? So, 
Sam and I, Sam Carrington's my, he's my new business guy. Sam's amazing. And uh, we, we went out to, we went out to the States. We went out on these trips. We, we'd go out and we'd meet 10, 12 different clients, you know, talk about our great work. And they loved it. It, it was great. And no one would give us work. So we'd, we'd go to meet, meetings. We'd have, we'd have fantastic meetings with clients. Love the work, you know. We met, with, yeah, we met with marketeers, met with procurement. We met with design managers, design yeah. directors, you know, of very influential U.S. businesses all over the U.S. Sam and I would kind of do a two-week trip. Yeah. And we would literally be staying in hotel, motel, doing one night here, one night there. Yeah. You know, just jumping on a plane, jumping off, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I loved that. I really, I loved that time. I loved it. Great meetings, feeling fantastic, <laughs> and then no work. What just, was happening then? What was the... Basically what it was is that we weren't on the ground. So they, so they just didn't have that trust that... Yeah, yeah that's... How I, can you do it if you haven't got a studio? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what it was. It was just the question that kept coming up. And you understand that, right? You understand, yeah. right? So the question that kept coming up time and time again was, and you're based here. And we were like, no, we are going to be placed here, right? And so, again, a learning, right? So we've been in the US now for 10 years, but uh, it's 10-year anniversary this year. Mm. But we would probably started that 12 years ago, going yeah, out, okay. you know, started to do those trips. But the great thing was, as soon as we did start it, so we thought we had clients that would give us work, mm. you know, Coke and Kraft and all, all kinds, you know, and they never did. So we had to find new clients. So what we did was we just, Johnny and I had a little fund here, you know, we've got um, um we basically invested into, yeah. the, into the US. So, and as soon as we did that, and we took on a creative director and uh, an account director, that was our first two pairing over there. Every trip that Sam and I had subsequently, work came in. Brilliant. So it was, so yeah, it was just like, you know, it was, for, it took us a little while to kind of go, why, you know, we're having great, we went to an amazing meeting and got a, um, we, we got applause at the end of it. It was great. Wow. Yeah, they asked for all our cards. Yeah, they asked for all our cards. It was great. It yeah. There's a few email exchanges after. It's all good. Really good signs. Really, you know. I mean, seriously, it couldn't have gone better. Yeah, it just never went any further. And yeah. then, and then as soon as we set up, as I say, uh, even with a small team, uh, yeah, we started to we That's started brilliant. to get traction. I know you've got what, 60 odd people in the States? Yeah, so just just coming up to 70 people now. Wow. Yeah, just 70 now. Just, just shy of 70 in uh in New York. And of course, you know. It would be, I think it would be, it would be more sizable. But of course, we've had two years of, you yeah. know, start, stop, right? And yeah, so, absolutely. so yeah, so that was the first foray, really, into, um, and strangely, the client we thought we would set up with, being mm. Coke, never came on board. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, just, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe weird, maybe did. not weird. Yeah, 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 but, but other, well, a plethora of others do. Yeah. And, um, it's flying. New York is doing really well. Kelly's out. COO. Yeah. Um, she heads up um, heads up New York with mm-hmm. Tony, who's our executive creative director over there. Mm-hmm. And it's um, honestly, it's it's an amazing business. There. Amazing yeah. location. The work is fantastic. Really, I'm blown away. Yeah, honestly, really so good. yeah, it's great. What I love most is the fact that we've been able to grow and never compromise the quality of work. The work's yeah. actually got better and better. So that's quite done. rare, isn't it? Usually, you Very. find people grow. The work quality goes down slightly. Very. Everyone worries about that, and it goes up again. It's yeah. that kind of it's got better trajectory. Yeah, that's probably, brilliant. Probably because I don't manage it. At all. Probably because <laughs> I don't oversee any of it. It's got it's got much much better. But it has the work. The work has got even even better. And do you miss that side at all? Do you miss? Yeah, every day. Coming up, do you? Yeah, I miss I miss it all. Yeah, I miss that. You know. Well, you and I have just yeah. walked into one of our boardrooms, right? We saw yeah, all that right. work on the wall. Yeah. And I 
I would have happily spent two hours in it. Yeah, absolutely. Getting lost in it. So yeah, I do. I miss. I do miss that. But I, I do love what I do. But you can't yeah. do it all. That's the problem, isn't it? No, I don't want to. I don't want to do it all. Um, and I think, I think I miss the idea of it. You know. Yeah. As opposed to doing it because it's hard work, man. You know, it's um, uh, yeah. You know, lots of deadlines, hard yeah. work. Sort of and some ideas, you know, it's ideas come. You know, some ideas become really fluid, right? You kind of know. Yeah. You know where you want to go as soon as you hear the brief, right? As yeah. soon as you. And others take just take time, just take you know, smashing your head against the wall for, for a day on end, you know, just to try and get the genesis of an idea coming through. So, yeah. um, but I do, yeah, I miss it. I miss it a little bit, um, but I wouldn't change it. Yeah, you know, I, I trust the team. I've got an amazing team, really great team, and so, and I love seeing the work, you know. And sometimes mm-hmm. I get to see it at the early stages. More often than not, I get to see it as it's being completed. Yeah, you know, and. Um, I am genuinely blown away by it. That's yeah, I brilliant. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so you've got a role that you love now. Yeah. And you're still seeing your own creative in a way, but it's just coming through other, yeah. other people. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a real privilege. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, yeah. So, what do you think of sort of the design industry in general? Do you see Bulletproof as being sort of an intrinsic part of that? Do you, sort of, do you feel no. you're part of that community? Or? No, I, I, I don't. I've never felt part of it. Um, I, I think that. We we definitely don't fit into the design industry mold, and I don't want to. I think oh, you I had who wants to almost. That's yeah, the I think you want to be different. I think we're a bit of a fucked up industry, you know. That's why I think it needs a central hub so people can actually go and yeah, see what it is. You need to stand out. You need to. Yeah, you're right. I just feel I just feel like it's been. We've, Nick and I have got this this whole thinking that you know a lot of the design industries had it kind of too good for too long. Right, producing very average work, you know. Yeah. And still, our industry is pretty much it's basically white middle-aged men yeah. that run it. And I can't way too many white middle-aged yeah. men that and run I just, it. Absolutely. I just think, how is that fucking how is that possible yeah. today when there's such you know, in a city like London, especially, right? New yeah. York, where there's such diversity, right, of talent, of people. You know, and I, and I love, you know, I love people. That's the thing I love most about our industry. And yeah. no, I love, I love the mix of people. I love, you know, how can our industry still, still, I mean, you know, you think about the restaurants and how restaurants have been diversified, right? It, yeah. You know, from being Indian and Chinese to being Vietnamese and Brazilian and Mexican and Cuban, you know, we've got yeah, yeah, some, more and more diverse. Yeah, more and more diverse, right? And yet our industry just, it, it honestly, Flaws me. No, I feel are. it. There's a certain amount where it feels like a hidden industry that people don't learn in school exactly. So everyone knows how to be a doctor, yeah. or a lawyer, or you know, there's traditional yeah. sort of an yeah, airline yeah. pilot, um, all that kind of stuff in the sort of big bucket careers. Design never comes into that, and it's crazy because it, I feel it's almost lumped into. Like, there's nothing wrong with being an artist; it can be fantastic. But sure. pa- people's parents will say, "If you don't want to be a designer, you'll be a penniless artist type." Yeah, thing, which yeah. just isn't true. No, there's absolutely so not. So many no. different careers no. you can have. Yeah, and that's a, that's the great thing about it, right? Yeah. But, but like I say, everything else has changed apart from the infrastructure of our industry. Totally. And I, and I absolutely and I dislike that more than I can convey. Yeah, completely. It's great. just you know I don't I don't get it and. Uh, it frustrates me, you know, that plus seeing lots of very average work really pisses me off. I think it's a bit, it's, it's sort of perpetuated by the people who who are in big companies, in big design agencies, and then they leave, they have a chance to leave and create something different. Yeah. 
And, and you know, they everyone's got a gripe. Everyone's got something they, you know, they grind against and they go, I hate this. Yeah. And then they end up being a smaller version of the thing they disliked, right? They're no yeah, one, no one, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. No one, yeah. So no one ever leaves a big business and says, well, I'm just going to do things completely differently. You know, I'm going to have a different culture. I'm going to have a different way of working. Yeah. They're just, and so they end up being a smaller version of that bigger shop. You and that know? happens all over the place. All, so all over the place. And there's no need for that. I think yeah. we don't need a smaller version of a big shop. The whole point of a big shop is that you're, in my view, you're a lot less creative, but you've got a bit of firepower. Yeah. Because if I'm Shell, I don't think I care that much about the the creative integrity of my brand. What I care about is consistency yeah. of my brand because my brand is represented in 400 you know, countries. So yeah, what, I, what I'm actually looking for for an agency is someone who can give me that consistency of of colour, you know, of, yeah, that's interesting. You know, of flag or signposting, if you like. Yeah. Right? That's, that's my theory, right? No, I think that's an interesting point. But So that's there's, there's a place for these big agencies, right? They're a little bit, let's just say, let's be nice and say a bit less creative. Yeah, and, we all know. That's yeah, we, we, all, we all know them, yeah. right? We all, we all know them. Thankfully, I've never worked there, but we all know them, <laughs> right? So, you know, so why do you have a small business like that? It's kind of, you know, there's no, there's no, and you've got the, you've got the chance to change yeah. the way our industry is run yeah you, you know you've got to say you can have a voice you can have a you know where is that where's the diversity in our industry that's you know? what i think now it's the, it's only the industry that can change it yeah so people have got to start thinking we need to educate students we need to educate people in high school yeah to know what the possibilities are or else it'll still be a really elitist it's, thing that, that that's that's a major part of it that's yeah. definitely a major part of it. If we want diversity, if we want really strong female leadership, we absolutely want people of different colour and different ethnicities and cultures yeah. running creative agencies. Right? Yeah. Because our industry borrows from all of them, right? We yeah, borrow from absolutely. every culture and every, but we don't really, you know. And so we definitely want that. The other thing our industry sucks at, we're terrible at, is the infrastructure. And, and I've got to be honest, if I'm really honest, Bulletproof was like this about 15 years ago, which is that we're so preoccupied by delivering great work, Bulletproof is, right? Yeah. That we didn't build a solid infrastructure when it came to um, things like, you know, financials, you know, and yes. packages for the people, you know. So and building careers, how do you get yeah, promoted to an Yeah, building careers, like, looking, yeah. you know, if I'm being really honest, you know, but this is 15 years ago, but looking at things like maternity packages, paternity yeah. packages, you know, which I'm really proud to say that we do brilliantly now as a, as a business, you know, very generous and, right, and rightly so, but that's also missing from our industry, a kind of a standard, you know, yeah, it's, you know of, you know, because I kind of look at it and go, because and, and even today, mm. we sort of compete against big networks. That's kind of where we compete against, yeah. big networks. We're, we're independent and we've, yeah. and we've got a network. We're highly creative, right? So we, and we still compete against small businesses, right? And, and what I've noticed about the two of those is, a lot of them, I mean, they still have very poor infrastructure, mm-hmm. even the big businesses. You know, they, they still, whereas... That's uh, interesting. I've never yeah. heard the infrastructure of that kind of like the big... It's not It's not good. It's, re- it's really not good. Yeah, yeah you know. So there is compliance, but it's almost like, it's almost like we have to do, we have to do the bare minimum to meet compliance, right? Yeah. Whereas what we're about is like, what do we do to, what do we do that's the best for industry, not for our industry? So we don't benchmark yeah. other agencies, other consultancies for how we want to grow as a business. We don't look at that. We look yeah. at we look at industry in general and look at businesses that are you know doing very you know doing really 
interesting or very bold, you know, kind of moves yeah, when it comes absolutely. to like trying that. new things, you know, for basically for the people benefit. You so know. basically you want people, so there could be a problem with diversity in the fact that people don't feel safe in the industry yeah. because there's no safety of income or progression or HR policies or any of that kind of stuff. It's a really good point. I've never thought of that. And there's also, there's also, you know, we've, we've got a, we've got a fantastic motion designer, you know, um, and he was, you know, he, he's saying, look, one of the reasons I've joined is uh, basically because, you know, because of you, your background and yeah. your, your, your ethnicity, which is similar to his. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, you don't get a chance to see that. But that doesn't really exist in our, yeah, in our industry. Really so I do think that, you know, if you've got leadership that is culturally, you know, and ethnically diverse, yeah. that does attract, you know, there is there is a sense of, there is also kind of commonality, you know, that you, yeah. can, that you can foster, you know, through that. Of course, so, people need know, to see people like them. Abso- absolutely. You know, we, we all need, you know, we, we all want people in, in industry that are reflective of our background right, and, how we, and how we grew up, whether that's, whether that's socioeconomic, you know, yeah. um, or whether that's, you know, as I say, you know, cultural or from a, an ethnicity perspective. Yeah, or, absolutely. You know, so we all want that. You know, you we all, we all like need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we all need that. And so I think, because I think the, the one thing the last two years have really taught us, right, is that everyone, well, I think people want a sense of purpose and belonging. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, I think that's really highlighted over the last two years, isn't it? Yeah, and you can foster that a lot, you know, a lot more directly if you are representative of that, you know, that talent that you're trying to foster and bring on board. You yeah. Know? And so so I think it's incredibly important. And therefore, I think, you know, I think our industry is terrible for it. I really do. And no one really talks about it, you know, it just kind of gets on, you know, but it, it does amaze me that even now, even even our sort of our kind of governing bodies as they are, you yeah. know, are still very kind of lacking in, in diversity, you know? And uh yeah, yeah I find it very think. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? If we can start people behaving differently, which I think a lot of agencies are starting to behave differently. The last couple of years I've heard more people talk about how to attract people from different different backgrounds than sure. I ever have done working in design. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully the step by step thing. So long as it's not a so long as it's not a addressing. Yeah. Know, so long as it's kind of heartfelt and yeah, absolutely. you know, and it's not the agenda not for Yeah, it's not the agenda for this year. You, yeah, you know, definitely. You know, because there is a little bit of that in all industry. Not oh, just yeah. that, you know, we we're a symptom of we have a symptom of that, you know. Yes. But so long as it's not, you know, because I kind of see that a lot as well. And what I hate to do is for that to be a like you said, a tick box exercise, and then next year something else is you yeah. know, the, the thing you have to be seen to do. Yeah, right? sustainability so, it suddenly moves on to and everyone forgets about it. You need to do both basically. You, you, you actually do, but, yeah. But people, you know, we're a people industry. Yes. You know, and it's what I love about design that creativity ideas yeah me too I, I love that you know and so you you have to have that you just you just have to have diversity in your in your team in your leadership you know in all yeah in all areas you know it's uh, it's not good enough to have someone on reception that represents oh definitely you know, a small part of a community it's got to be everywhere yeah. you know so, i always yeah. look at it from sort of two points of view that one it's the right thing to do to have diversity in companies but two you'll get much better creative and much better business out of the whole thing. So even putting the moral side to one side, people it's, tend to design for people like themselves. It's just yeah. in your own head. It's not, so. it's not even that. Yeah, yeah, it's that. But it's, you know, it's not the moral thing. It's if you really want a creative solution, yeah. you need people from different backgrounds totally. to be able to give their point of view, to create something that's truly unique. Absolutely. Otherwise, you've just got everyone's kind of, 
you know, university standard, good schooling, you know, yeah. same backgrounds, giving, you know, trying to create the same thing. And yeah. you end up with, you end up with, you know, basically a bit of a cookie cutter, right? In terms of an approach and yeah. an, an end product. Pretty bland design. Yeah, exactly. So if you want exciting design, you've got to be able to fight for it, challenge it. So yeah. that's down to the culture of a business. Absolutely. You know, and you've got to have a different viewpoint. That comes down to the diversity of your team. Yeah. You know, because our backgrounds, who we are, where we come from, shapes how we think. Yeah. So the more diverse they are, the more rich those ideas are going to be. Absolutely. And that's the genesis. But I mean, that, that's the thing, right? So if you if you don't have that, you you basically have you know a very similar solution and approach to everything you do, which is just boring. Yeah. Right? Who wants that? It's yeah, just completely predictable agree. mainstream design. Yeah, I think we're going to start seeing it changing. I think it is. Well, I fucking hope so. Because <laughs> yeah, it really Definitely. does. It really does need to happen. Yeah. You know? And I have been saying that for 20 years. Uh, but it's the time when, so I work with a lot of design agencies yeah, and right. a lot of people are saying, it's the first time I've heard people talk about it en masse who really seem to mean it and need change. Yeah, definitely. Which I think, yeah, yeah exciting definitely. time. Yeah. So going back to sort of basically what tips would you give juniors coming into the industry because yeah. i mean the way you got into it i think it's fantastic it's kind of chancing your luck a bit it's putting yourself yeah. out there it's what would you, how would you if you had a group of juniors that came into bulletproof what do you look for what do you look for someone that's actually stand out I, i'd say i'd say it's the kind of i'd say it's those basic things right i, I think it's about having great enthusiasm yeah you know because what you don't have is experience what you have is huge enthusiasm right? yeah so just getting stuck in ask Ask questions. I'm not being funny, but be cheeky. You, yeah, you know, definitely. You know, be cheeky. You know, get into get into meetings you're not kind of slated for, right? Just have yeah. a have a chat. Chat to people. That's the one thing that COVID definitely. has done. It's decimated our industry from from that perspective. You know, just being able to yeah. be in a in an environment with you know being able to talk to people. You know, having yeah. a coffee and chatting to someone, looking over someone's shoulders and seeing. What are they working on? You know, just that great sense of community and you know, yeah. chat, basically. And you can never underestimate that. Yeah. You know, the power of a cheeky conversation or, or a deep conversation. You just can't underestimate how influential that is on yeah. your career. You One know? thing leads to another, and then all of a sudden you get in touch with those people in five years' time and it's they ex- know you are. Yeah, it's exactly that. that. You know, and also by, by chatting to you know people and you know, you start to understand their their backgrounds, their stories, how they think, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that helps you, you know. So it's about honestly. It's about kind of being really enthusiastic, um, being a bit cheeky, not and, and being decent, being nice. Don't be a dick. Yes, that's a, that really, is a very good piece of advice. Yeah, honestly, be yeah, don't be a dick. You know, it's what, what we want is really we, we just want decent people. You yeah, know? and so you know, it's like just muck in. You you know, if you see people are working late and maybe they need a bit of help and stuff, just yeah. help, you know, really simple things, right? It's how you treat your you're a really good friend. It's how you treat a member of the family. Yeah. You wouldn't want to see them doing something. You want so you know, do that pitching, even if it's not your gig, pitching, you know, do a bit. It's great for you, it's great for community, and people talk about that. They're you know, they're like, you know, so and so was just about to leave, but actually stayed behind, gave me a hand. That still yeah. carries so much favor. Yeah. You know, definitely. that is, you know, it's those little things that everyone, we all want that. We all want someone who who is going out of their way to to yeah. help to understand you know pitching get stuck in you know um yeah. that those things are just i think those things are just universal you know just, they're just universal you know so 
yeah, do that. You know, yeah, they're the um, people you're going to want to work with in the future. Yeah, enjoy it. You know, ask questions. It doesn't matter how silly they are. You know, it's like you know, if you don't know what a gondola end is, actually ask. Right, don't be like myself and Johnny. Just nod. You know, that's a bad. (laughs) You know, don't be like us. But yeah, just ask questions. You know. Our industry and the world is full of acronyms, right? It's yeah. just, it's terrible. Nick and I, we 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 dislike acronyms. We really do. So there's I just, just don't mean, well, obviously they do mean something, yeah. but there's no emotional engagement, is there? Not there, not at all. So ask around it. You know, don't don't just not, if you don't like something, this you know, disagree with it. It's cool. You know, yeah. if you if you've got a place of full agreement, even if it's a or any agency, if they've given you the chance to come in, even for work experience, right? That means that they value you being there. You've got a value yeah. and you've got a voice. So speak up, you know, do it in your way. You haven't yeah. got to shout it. You haven't got to be a dick, right? But do it in your way. But if you don't believe in it, say it. Just say it. So I'm, I'm really sorry, but yeah. this, I don't think that's the best solution. Or could we not think about this? Could it not be, you know? Yeah, put yourself out there. Yeah, don't do that thing where you wish you'd said something. Yeah. Once that piece of work has gone out to a client. Yeah, right? we've all had those moments. Yeah, yeah, don't do that, man. You know, just, you know, be be, be honest. You know, it's a really great way to be. Yeah. You know? And um, if it comes from the right place and, and it's and you're doing it for the betterment of the work and the people and the team, mm. no one will look at it in a, in a you know, in, in, in anything less than respectful, you know? Yeah. Uh, and if they do, if they do that, they're the wrong place. So then yeah, that's a great absolutely. sign that you're in the wrong agency. Yeah, that's so, true. There's lots yeah. of different types of agencies. Absolutely. You yeah, will yeah. fit in somewhere if you put yourself out there enough. Yeah, really but it. it's those things. Be, you know, pitch in, be, be decent, offer yeah. help, listen, absorb stuff, ask questions, you know, get stuck in, be yeah. cheeky, man. It's like... Definitely. That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to get into people's memory. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. that sounds great. Gosh, thank you so much. So I play a pleasure. Fantastic talking to you. I'm oh, good. Great. Really, I've enjoyed really it. Really thank interesting you. stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I um, I hope I hope you enjoy. It. I hope you get something out. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening. For more information about the Design Community Hub, please log on to www.thedesigncommunityhub.com. Bye.